What's up, y'all? I'm Apollos, and this is my happily ever after of a wife, Amy, and we are Mending Eden. So today we're going to uh, start something. Uh, it's, well, today's episode is called What is Love? But we kind of want to break this thing down um, in further episodes because it's something that I didn't know much of. I thought I did before I got married. But once we became married, I understood I didn't understand what love was. What about you? Um, I thought I had a an idea and the, the basic concept because... Mm. You I mean you grow up loving everybody around you, but the love for a spouse is just something that's completely different and that keeps evolving. So um, I just think it's really important to talk about it so other people can, you know, understand it. You know what it's I mean? The process. Yeah. So let's let's go ahead and pray. Um, dear Heavenly Father, thank you for this day. Thank you for your grace and your mercy. Thank you for allowing me and my wife to uh, have this platform to be able to just acknowledge you and just talk about the things that we wish we would have known before we got married, but that we know now. Um, thank you again for all that you've done. In your holy name we pray. Amen. Amen. So <clears throat> I kind of want to start off with a story. All right. You all love right. a good story? I do. So when I think about love, there was a story that I heard one time, right? There was this couple, and before they got married, they decided to make a promise to each other. And their promise was whoever passed first, the other would continue to live a long and prosperous life. And they promised each other that, right? So, okay. So um, they ended up having kids. They had, a, they had a great and wonderful life. They had children. They traveled the world. They had a lot of friends. And towards the end, the mother, not the mother, but the wife, was on her deathbed. And she told her husband, she said, babe. He said, yes. She said, just remember the promise. He said, I do. I do. And she looked at her son, who was also in there. She said, son, she said, he said, yes, mom. Make sure that your dad remembers the promise that he made to me. And he said, I will, mom. I will. And with that, she passed away. The, the, the husband kissed her on her forehead. Um, the son takes them home. They're driving home. And the son is a little worried about him. And the son says, dad, remember the promise that you made, mom. He said, I will, son. I will. So the son drops him off. He said, Dad, I'll be over in the morning to pick you up. <clears throat> the son comes over the next morning, and he finds his father with his wife's picture, and his father had also died. And what that made me realize was this. Love isn't who you can live with, but who you can't live without. You know, and that's something that I didn't realize really until I started to read the Bible about what true love actually is. You know, first, first things first is there's this verse in the Bible and it says, um, love your neighbor as yourself, right? He's talking about the two greatest commandments. The first is love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, and mind. And the second is like unto it, love your neighbor as yourself. But you realize when you realize the structure of love in that, right? Love God. Then love yourself so you can understand how to love your neighbor. And a lot of us, one, we don't understand how to love God, and more or less ourselves. So then if I don't understand love in that sense, how can I understand how to love you? So it gets, it gets, pretty, it gets pretty deep when, when you think about it. What, what are your thoughts? Um, sometimes I just sit down and reflect on God's <coughs> love for us and mm -hmm. how unconditional it is. Yeah all the times that I've messed up, all the times that you've messed up, and just to be able to... I messed up a lot. 
I mean, you have what, 37, 38 years of messing up. Okay. We're humans. <laughs> we just innately yeah. always mess up, no matter how good that we try to be. Right. And just to know that we have a father that always forgives us. Um, and if if you're a spouse and you are a Christian and, and you always ask God for forgiveness for what you're doing, just put that towards your spouse. You, you, you have to know that your spouse is a person just like you are, and they're prone to making mistakes. And as hard as it is to sit down and, and say, I forgive you right away, mm-hmm. if God can do that, if Jesus does that for us, we are bound, and we, it's our obligation to do that to our spouse. Yeah, it is. It's just the difficulty comes because we, we look around and we hear love all the time, right? Mm-hmm. You see it on movies. You, you see it on shows. You see it on social media. You, you just hear about it, love, love, love. And you, but really when you ask somebody, well, what is love? They give you all of these things that they think it is. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, well, it's when you put the other person first or it's when you do this. And it's like you heard that from somewhere. But have you really thought about what it means, what to do it that. actually means? So I didn't know what love was. I thought I did. Again, there's a lot of things that I wish I would have known <clears throat> before we got married. I didn't I didn't know what love was. Um, the example that I had of love was my father and my mother. And, you know, my my dad, I'm not gonna say he didn't have love for my mom. He did not love my mom. And the reason why I say that in all truth and honesty is because what I realize now is the is love is not words, it's, it's, it's action, right? Love, you can't make love, although that's what the world teaches us, right? You can make love. So then you you confuse sex and love, but that's, that's um, you know, a whole different podcast. But it was action. But my dad used to always say the word love all the time, you know, love uh he would always say he loves my mother but when it came time for him to show it my dad didn't show it you know there was no work behind it so I thought I knew how to love you but I didn't you know I I I grew up saying okay you know what everything that my dad did I'm gonna do the opposite and then I should be good so I knew half of it I knew what not to do but I had no idea what to do so that's a good point because when I was kind of preparing Are you in the oh, mic? sorry yeah. um that's a good point because when I was preparing <clears throat> for today's episode I was like well what can we share with other people who are married or on the road to getting married um so they can practice loving each other mm-hmm. um and t- I'm gonna list a couple things and you tell me what you think about okay. it um be willing and vulnerable could you could you break that down a little bit when we just are vulnerable with each other, sharing our struggles, maybe sharing things that we've done in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, we, you don't owe really being vulnerable to anybody else, but to me, you owe it to your spouse. That because your most vulnerable self is your truest, like yourself in really childish form. You know what I mean? That's, and you're giving that yeah. form of yourself to your spouse. That can be so scary, though. Yeah, you know, a lot. I think a lot of people live in that fear of being vulnerable and. The fear is that the other person will take it and use it against you. Mm-hmm. And again, I only talk about the things that I saw because not only did they help me out, but I hope that they can help other people out. Like I saw my mom become so vulnerable to my dad. Right. And my dad would take her secrets that she told him, things that she in good faith would tell my dad. And he would say them actually in front of us. 
right? So it's so important, I think, when I, I think about that, I'm like, wow, well, what if what if you marry someone who's like that? Like it, it go like love goes before marriage and in the fact that you have to really be able to marry the right person to want to be willing and want to have um and want want to be vulnerable, I guess. It, a, it's it's tough. That's a perfect point. You have to make sure and put in the work to make sure you're with the right person. One more. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna leave it at this one. Be willing to forgive because we're running out of time. Be willing to forgive. Yeah. Yeah. Again, willing the, the key word is is willing, right? We talked about submission a few episodes ago. And submission is nothing more than a willingness. Like you have to be willing to do it. It can't work by force. Right. So none of this love can't be forced. It has to be you have to be willing to love somebody. So what what's something else? Um, be willing to apologize when you make mistakes. <laughs> That's a big one. Yeah. yeah. Um, why? This just quickly. Why? Why is that? Why is that a big one to you? Why do you think that's such a big one? Uh, what? Stay, stay in the mic. When, um, you know, when you first get married and you got a bunch of people like giving you advice to get married mm -hmm. when you're uh, for a happy marriage and they say. Um, happy wife, happy life. Not that one. But when they oh, say um, don't go to bed angry. Mm. And a lot of the times people give advice. and You're like, OK, thank you. But that is a big one. You have to be willing to forgive because, again, when the shoe was on the other foot and you do something wrong and you are, you know, when you do something wrong and you're yep. like at the bottom, mm -hmm. you're at the pit and you are like being vulnerable, mm -hmm. asking your spouse for forgiveness. And then they just don't. <sighs> yeah. Agreed. It's just, again, these are, these are, see, love is a process, right? Love is such a process. Um, and a lot of times we're not willing to go through the process. We want, everything that we thought love was right then and there, you know, but it, this stuff takes time. Now, if we understand this before you get married, it mm -hmm. makes it different. That's why if y'all aren't married yet, this is something good for y'all to understand, you know, like actually what, what this means before you get married. Because when, when people would tell me, don't go to bed angry, how come they never explain give me give me some examples mm -hmm. you know why because a lot of times people tell you that but they're actually not practicing it it sounds good because it is good but to practice it is different because what happens when i'm in the mindset of and i'm really angry at you and you know we're just in that moment how do i control my anger and get it to a point where i'm like you know what I just want to apologize. I made a mistake. I, I, but, but to actually mean it, because you know, you, you know how you can apologize to somebody and you really don't I'm mean sorry. it. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like sorry. You know, but you did this. Right. You know how do you how do you get to a point where you're sorry and you mean it? Yeah, you actually mean it, so you won't go to bed angry. What is? What, let me ask you this: What 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 does that look like? What do you mean? Like. When you're when you're you're angry at me, or whenever you you've been angry at me, what does that look like? Um, the uh, apologizing, like as as far as the heart is concerned, what what does that look like so you don't go to bed angry? Um, normally, I mean, with us, we'll go through a phase. Uh -huh. Well, maybe we have a disagreement. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we need time apart a little bit. Um, and normally, the Holy Spirit is working on both of us at the same time, and it's like you know what, uh, you probably need to go over there and apologize. Yeah. Or when you get convicted, when you think you're right, mm -hmm. you think you're right for, like, you are adamant, you are sure that you're right. And then the Holy Spirit is like, eh, 
You don't think he could have handled that a little bit better? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. So I think time alone, when um when you go through a different disagreement with your spouse is valuable mm-hmm. in, in the fact don't sit there and stew. Don't stew in your anger. Mm-hmm. You have to kind of pray it out, which is something that I had to, I definitely had to learn about. I kind of just started practicing that in the, the last few years of our marriage. Yeah. That's super helpful. Right. What you said earlier was so important. Like for us, and I, I can only speak for us. See, when, when we put things out on social media, we see people kind of respond and say certain things. But really what I want everybody to understand, I'm just speaking for us. Right. right? I'm, I'm talking to my wife. My wife is talk, talking to me. So I can only speak in that area. For us, God is everything. Because without God, I'd be a totally different person. Mm -hmm. The only reason why I can apologize quickly is because of God. I have somebody to answer to. And the reason we can talk about the things that we've been through. We've talked about some pretty difficult things Uh in some other episodes, y'all. And the reason we can is because we know that we're forgiven. I had to go through a forgiveness for my father first. Mm -hmm. And then a forgiveness. I had to ask my husband for forgiveness. So when I'm sharing it with you guys, we're sharing our experiences. You know what I mean? Right. We are, we're happy when we strike when we um, strike a chord with you all. But this, this, these are things that we've worked out already, and you know what I mean. So Mm -hmm. we're just sharing with you, so you don't have to go through the things that we do or we did. Right, and that's that's understanding love. That's understanding love. We can't go through those things and get through them without love. So I didn't know what love was tell him what love is for baby. a long time i'm telling what love is <laughs> i had because i didn't know for a long time until i did something that i'm i'm just big on i'm big on reading the bible you know you you can't understand it unless you read it so just just read it because when i read it i understood what love was so this is what love is it's very it's very important that you understand two things of what I, about what i'm getting ready to tell you is that what god does in the beginning Right. He tells you what love is. And then he also tells you what love isn't. So when I read this, it changed everything to me for me, because I understood that love is action. Love, love is work. Love is a process. Not just words. It's not just words. As a matter of fact, don't tell me you love me. Show me. Show me. So when you say it, it actually means something. Show me you love me. So this is what love is, y'all. Love is patient. Hmm. How many of us, of us are patient with each other? Love is kind. How many of us are kind to each other? This is what it doesn't do. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no records of wrongs. Mm. Mm, that's huge, right? Right. It does not delight in evil, but rejoices with truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, and always perseveres. Love never fails. Now, I love that at the end. But then it also says that God is love, right? So then when we go back to the commandments, what are the two greatest? Love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, and mind. And the second is like unto it. Love your neighbor as yourself. And this is... The method to do that. What verses? What verse is that? In First Corinthians thirteen, I believe, is four through seven. You know what's crazy is that 
we use this as a model for marriage, love and marriage, mm-hmm. but it's so much bigger than that. It's, mm-hmm. it's a model. It's the apostle Paul was writing that to the Corinthians, yep. right? Mm-hmm. So it's just, it's a model for how to live as Christians and you, we're being called to love people who don't love us like that. Yeah. So it's a model for your entire life, not just a model for your marriage. And that is just, that like strikes me. It's a model for everybody. You know, the big thing is, you, you know, people say, well, love each other. But again, this is why I say that nobody understands what that means until you really get this, because it's like, it's work. It, yes. So when somebody disagrees with you, do you love them? Mm-hmm. When somebody makes you angry, do you love them? When somebody hurts you, do you love them? When somebody doesn't think the same as you, do you love them? Right. Right. It's it's easy to say. It's harder to do. You know, in, in the Bible, it talks about don't be hearers, be doers. Right. Everything is action. So when it says love never fails, it says it at the end. Why? Because it can't fail if you do all of the work that comes before it. I need to be patient with you. I need to be patient with myself. Also need to be patient with God. We need to be kind to each other, right? These are the, this is the Bible to me is the manual for how we're supposed to live. Mm -hmm. God created the Bible for us to be able to live in a prosperous manner, but we got to do the work. Got to do the work, y'all. So quick challenge to everybody, because you know, we like to give challenges at the very end. I challenge you all to, and you don't even have to do it together. Do it, do it alone. Go read first Corinthians 13, four through seven, and just start practicing and working on just one thing. Not everything. Focus is follow one course until successful. So the first thing is work on the patience part. That's it. Love is patient. That's the first characteristic of love. Let's work on that. Let's follow that until we're successful and then we can move on. Speaking of love, we love y'all. We, we love y'all. I'm Apollos. This is Amy and we are Mending Eden. Peace. Love y'all.